0: Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we've got a wonderful show today because we have somebody on who lost a mom and, uh, and that is such a hard thing and she's a wonderful singer. And she's taken her life to a whole new level and dealing with, with God and grief stages and all sorts of things. As you said, mom, we're going to talk about missing my mom, Lord, hear my cry. Um, with Frankie Orella. And Frankie is a Nashville singer-songwriter. At the age of 17, her mother died of cancer, and she started her music career, Mom, in church. She right. was a writer, and she led music. Wow. So, welcome to our show, Frankie.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you on, and we love having music on. Music is so important yeah. uh, to the world. I wanted to ask you, um, before your mom died, did you uh, grow up in the church? were you involved in music? Yes, I was actually, um, I started leading
1: worship at our local youth group when I was, I think I was 13, so I was pretty young.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, yeah, my mom was on staff at the church, she was our pastor's assistant, and then my dad is a musician, so he kind of did stuff with the kids, but, um, yeah, that's kind of how I, I mean, I was always into music, I grew up listening to the Beatles, but, um, my dad, uh, Yeah, he was very passionate about me, loving really good music. But um, yeah, I think I started doing a lot of things just out of the church and out of need. They needed someone to lead music. And they were like, Frankie, you're musical. I'm like, (laughs) I'm 13, I can play guitar, but that's all I got. How about your mom, did she have a long-term illness or? (laughs) She did. So actually the same year I started leading worship when I was 13, this was probably 2004 or five. I can't 100% remember, but um, she was
0: diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh Yeah. Um, and it was was long road. How many years did she have it? Five. Wow. Oh, so you, so you really, um, had a a community there to support you through this? We really did. Um, and it changed. I think
1: part of the reason I am now so passionate about grief is, well, I think the church was really beneficial for individuals in the church who were very helpful and really came alongside, like my dad and I have a younger sister, um, the three of us. I was 17, my sister was 12. But I would say the church as a whole struggles to engage in the conversation of grief. Mm. Um, And so that was interesting for me to try and
0: process um, while grieving, especially having a mom who was on staff Mm -hmm. um, in a church. When did you decide you wanted to change it through your music? I think I pretty immediately started writing songs when my mom
1: was diagnosed to begin with. I think that was my way of coping, honestly. Um, my family was not one that was really open to talking about problems. So it was kind of like no one wanted to do any kind of counseling. That was kind of like, Mm-mm. that's for crazy people. You know, that's how it was communicated to me. And so for me as a 13 year old, I just started processing what I was feeling, what I was experiencing through songs. So I would sit in my bedroom, just write everything from uh, the pain, from the joys, from whatever it was, like that was my way of coping. And so when she passed away, um, I continued to do that. That was my way uh, of grieving, honestly, and and processing what um, I was feeling. You know, that's
0: interesting you say that because we've had (laughs) a number of musicians who've been on that said that they couldn't write anything for a while. So you, mm. you didn't find that happened to you? No, it was strange. It was the only place I felt safe mm-hmm. um,
1: because my, my family situation was, was not great after my mom passed away. And so there's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of fear um, because everyone grieves differently. I mean, you all know probably what far more than I do, but even watching my dad try and figure out what's a new normal him bringing different women into the house it was it was bizarre Mm -hmm. Um, and hard for a 17 year old to try and process
0: and and i think the music is so amazing in those when you're going through all that because you can say things and people can hear things if it's in a song sure yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and that's why music's so powerful yeah 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 you know one of the songs uh, Mm -hmm. that i've listened to that you you have online but i love that hear my cry when i Mm -hmm. heard that that was just so so intense talk about that song a little bit because I want to play it yeah absolutely um so that one actually
1: wasn't necessarily I mean it was it didn't come right after my mom passed away so um I would say starting in 2016 I went on staff at a church plant which basically means a larger church uh plants another one in another community that maybe doesn't have um, a lot of churches in it. And so um, the church that my mom had been on staff at and that I had started leading worship at planted a church in South Nashville. Um, So my husband and I moved over here. Two years into the plant, there was a family, I think this was 2018, some good friends of ours, um, the husband who helped me with worship on Sunday mornings a lot, cause that's what I was doing. I was doing music for the church. That was like my full-time job. Um, his daughter was diagnosed, who was six, diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma. Oh, um, yeah. And then a few weeks after that, my husband actually was diagnosed with chondrosarcoma, which is a, a bone tumor oh, and both bone tumors. Um, and so trying to process that Um, especially in this little church community, you know, there are 50 to 70 of us meeting and it, it wrecked me. I was like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know why God allows these things. It it was frustrating. And so I sat down with a friend of mine and we were working on actually something different, um, a different song. And I was like, I just, I feel like this is heavy on my heart and I want to write about it. And so that's kind of where that came from is feeling like, the community I was in was being hit so hard with just grief, just really hard, painful things. And as humans, we're always trying to process like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Um, What does it say about my belief system? How does this go alongside it? Can they exist together? And I think as a Christian, what I've seen a lot in the church is people kind of just pat you on the back and say, it's okay. Like God has a plan. Um, all things work together for those who love him and and all these things that I've heard my whole life and it made me angry. I was like, there's a time for that and it may be truth, but I think what people need to know when they're in the midst of extreme pain and suffering is that God is present
0: with them. He is sad with us. Let's hear that song that's called Hear My Cry.
2: Out of my panic out of my looking for the answers Out of my anger Out of my thinking I know better Hear my cry Lord, hear my cry Out of my hurry Out of my need to fill the silence Out of my hurting Out of my Blame becoming violent Hear my cry Lord, hear my cry hear my cry
0: gosh Heidi powerful huh really powerful That just must bring people to their knees when they hear (laughs) it or tears or whatever doesn't it
1: I you know I have gotten a lot of really just I think affirming feedback just in the sense of hearing that um, people need to be reminded of that that he hears us that he's not distant Cause mm-hmm. he can feel distant when hard things happen. And so it was cool to be able to share a song with like my friends and the people who are experiencing hard things at our church. And so that was, I um, like
0: this, right? yeah. people need to know that even though they might feel alone, they're not alone.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 That's like the greatest fear as a human, right. It's to be abandoned, right. to be by yourself and, mm-hmm. and be angry at God. Were you angry at God? Absolutely. I still struggle with anger. Yeah, that's a, that's a day-to-day thing, you know?
0: Uh-huh. And what do you do when you feel angry? Because I know there are people saying, wow, I struggle with it. I think for me, it's been really healthy to just acknowledge anger
1: for what it is. And no, I had a counselor tell me one time that um, anger is a secondary emotion a lot of times. And so there's usually something underneath of it. Um, and for me, it's usually sadness of just that things aren't the way uh, they should be um, that we live in a world that, um, is broken in a, in a lot of senses and things just don't, uh, happen, um, in a very gracious, beautiful way a lot of times. And so, um, yeah, for me personally processing that anger and feeling it because I think God can handle anger. I mean, he created the universe. He can handle me being really mad. He's not offended. Tell us what the
0: project you're
1: working on now is. Yeah. So I, I think it's really cool that, um, Hear My Cry, just getting to talk about that. and You guys um, really loved that one. I think that's kind of where um, me wanting to do something for the five stages of grief came from, is from writing that song. And I think just my eyes being opened in a lot of ways to my community and how they were responding to this. It was like no one had ever told them it was okay to talk about grief, to talk about the anger, to talk about the depression, the anxiety, the just the stuff that's not very pretty that maybe we don't like to talk about in our culture. Um, and so it, it really kind of lit a fire under me in a sense of like, this is important. And as an artist, I have a voice. So how do I talk about something that I've experienced that my friends are experiencing? How do I make this into art in a sense, um, art that's tangible and give someone words to maybe what they can't describe? Um, so that I think, that's kind of where this project came from. So it's the five stages of grief explored through song. So there'll be a song a month, denial is out, Anger is coming out February 7th, and then bargaining, depression, acceptance to follow. So it'll kind of finish out in May. Um, and each month a song releases, the goal is to kind of put content around that, talk about my own experience, and then ask some of my other friends and have them kind of chime in on what their journey has been. Um, but it's been really cool to see how it sparked so much conversation um in my community and the things that people will message me or friends that will call me who i know really well be like hey i, I had this thought about my brother who's killed in a car accident last year i had a friend who lost her sibling and just things that she's not necessarily comfortable to share with anyone but she's like oh you're like the grief girl you talk about grief
0: they can go on your site and yes, look at the uh, youtube of denial mm-hmm. yes or um you they can listen to it or whatever Spotify iTunes yeah so so let's hear a little piece of that right now Hold What a project. No one grieves the same
1: way. And so it's, I laugh because it's kind of like, even though these stages, people are like, oh, so is it literally just, you go through the stages and you're done? I'm like, no, this is like a
0: lifetime thing. If you had some tips for people, what would you have as far as how you've coped?
1: Yeah, I think one of
0: the biggest things that a counselor has shared
1: with me that has been really helpful for me is um, not trying to convince myself that I don't feel how I feel. On any given day so if if something triggers me and i'm really sad i need to feel the sadness and not you know tell myself or have someone else tell me like you don't need to be sad it's okay because x y and z like no i'm going to feel this because it's important and this is actually healing for me and then not being afraid to tell people that's where you are like I think honesty really is the best policy with stuff like this very practical thing for me just for my own mental health um is exercising
0: and being outside well thank you so much for being on our show today and for everything you do and tell people how to find you on the net
1: yes so I'm on instagram frankie orella o-r-e-l-l-a it's frankie with an i-e not a y Um, and then Frankie is my website. Um, you can find me on Facebook as well. I have a page there, um, Apple music, Spotify, all under the same name.
0: Thanks everybody for watching and listening to this show today. And Heidi and I always want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to open to hope the podcast. You can follow open to hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.